As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Lost Ones Podcast. My name is Ashley Gerlach and I am with my two main men in the building, Mr. Wakely. Hello. And Mr. E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. February. How's everyone been? Good? Good. Cold. It's been cold, isn't it? It has been cold. Windy. But, yeah, they had that little like, heat wave bit at the one of the weekends, though, where like it got, got hotter. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I can take my coat <laughs> off. The, the yeah. <laughs> Literally, I went down to the golf course and it was like t-shirt weather. And yeah. it's like, what's going on? I bought this big coat with me, everything. And then, oh, like, I hate uh, that. And then Storm hit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Storm Doris. The Storm Doris. 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 Did anyone like lose a bit of their like fence or anything? It's like literally <laughs> like, of all things to lose. No, I work hard. Yeah, but I, I think it fence fell down. Mum, mum's fence just on the really. Oh, really? All the, the plant pots went. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I got two of them. Really messy out there. It's a lot of cleaning of soil. <laughs> same, same. I woke up, I was in my dressing gown, I walked down to the fucking kitchen, I looked down the garden and two of my green houses are blown over, all the oh, fucking shit. plants everywhere wow. just smashed up so I literally had to pick them back up. Then like, like gooseberries. Well, yeah, like no, my chilies. not the strawberries, please. <laughs> not the gans. They were just coming into season. <laughs> well, you, you don't think it's a joke, is it? I've got strawberries, I've got that. I oh, make, yeah, you've got probably got everything. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. really nice. Make Ooh, alcohol, yes. you know that thing. Talking of alcohol, oh, you've well. brought us back a little present. A little you? treat. It's been a great preparation for the podcast. Yeah. If we, we did, we started one and abandoned it. And if we sound a bit slurry, it's because we're it, drinking moonshine. We are drinking moonshine. And from? Dublin. Oh. Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, say what? Dublin's fair city. Europe's own. Where the girls are. He's about to say something like Europe's arsehole or something. Europe's arsehole. Welcome to Dublin. Definitely not. I've not been there and I've heard it's amazing. It's amazing. All my family are from there, so we're not we're not taking it. Please don't bomb us IRA. Everyone's got a bit of Irish in them. Yeah. There's a porno like that. 
I wasn't Mr. A. I was Miss. I was Mr. A. He was fine. He wasn't Mrs. A. He was lovely. Mr. A. How was Ireland? Yeah, it was brilliant. Went to Dublin. Went went to see went to see my my mum's family and my dad's family. I couldn't find where my mum's mum was come from. We was driving around in this fucking like farm area for ages. My mum's got this like address. Yeah, my mum's my mum's knocking on people's houses, guys. Do you know where this house is? <laughs> and they're all like really lovely helpful because it was slightly out of like out of Dublin it was sort of I don't know where it was but um, it, it was really nice countryside sort of area oh cool but yeah yeah we got pissed a lot we had good good family times linked up with some family over there but yeah great good. did you have a Guinness I had plenty of Guinness nice yeah, I had lo- loads of Irish whiskey loads of Guinness loads of potato you know <laughs> just for all of my fallen brothers in the famine there. <laughs> Um, nah. I mean, amazing though. Like even their chips. Yeah, people like who, my sister doesn't even like chips over there. She's just like they like roast potatoes. They're just oh. so good. Everything's amazing. Like going to bar is quite cheap for the food as well. And they brought. I, I ordered a bacon sandwich. I oh, know it was. We got a tuna sandwich, and then my sister and her boyfriend got a bacon sandwich. They bring out this baguette with half a fucking pig in it, and chi- oh, there's some chips on the side as well. You're just like fucking hell. That was only about four four euros or something. It's amazing. amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, and no, I loved it. Certain things are really pricey, but. Like, you know, I didn't bother going around a Guinness factory because I thought, you know, what the fuck is that going to be? Just man pouring Guinness. This is... <laughs> this yeah. is a bag of Or, pops. like, it'd be like, yeah, or it'd end up being like The Simpsons and it'd be like Red Tick Lager or whatever. It's like, needs more dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to drink that now. But I went to, went to a great whiskey distillery and... um yeah, I was asking loads of questions because I'd love to do a little batch here, you know, without making you look bland, obviously. But, <laughs> but yeah. Just bathtub, bathtub brewery. Yeah, well, no, I'm not that dirty. Like, <laughs> how, you, how would you even go about making, like, whiskey or something? Um, well, the way you do it is you usually make, like, a beer, like, a normal type of alcohol. Yeah. So that happens within a week as well. So say you used to put a type of fruit into yeah, a thing, yeah. add some sugar and add some yeast. The yeast eats all the sugar, turns it into alcohol and carbon dioxide. And then, so for, if you want to make, um, like, purified alcohol, I guess you would say, because um, the way they do it, they would put that into a big copper still, mm-hmm. you boil that, and um, you do it to a below water boiling point, because alcohol boils quicker. Mm-hmm. So, at, like, say, at, at 90 degrees, the alcohol will evaporate, and the water will stay there. And then so the alcohol goes around one of those little curly things which condenses it down back into a liquor. Right. And then you've separated the alcohol from the, the water, basically. Do you know what I'm saying? That so research. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. It's, it's, a, it's, a brilliant, it's a brilliant process. And obviously, like... To, well, well, yeah, that's what... They used to call it aquavita, like the water of life. And it was done by monks and shit. That's how they first, oh, like, yeah. you know, come up with, like, proper alcohol. Um, it was... They went to Turkey... I think it was, and um, they were using these type of machines for perfume. Mm-hmm. Like, so say you'd put like lavender petals in water, you'd mm. boil that, and mm. obviously you're condensing it into like the real, just like a shot of lavender or yeah, whatever yeah. like that. So people would use it for perfume. But the paddy monks worked out how to do it with alcohol, <laughs> and that's Amazing. why you've got vodka, all the strong alcohols, yeah. you know, like brandies, whatever. And that's why we feel like we do. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy. enjoy. Uh, but talking about Storm Doris, which blew in about people's fences. Yep. Also, some music. 
Storm See what you did there. See, see, the, see, the, see the segue. Segway. Segway. Sponsored by Segway. No, <laughs> they're terrible. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to get one now. Yeah, but who do you want one? What sort of wanker stands around? Like Job. Do you remember Arrested Development? Job used to go around. <laughs> 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 Hello, Michael. <laughs> and now he's Batman. Yeah. He's the oh, voice yeah, of Batman, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, just like, sick. he's doing really well, which I like. He's a Canadian as well, so you're kind of like, good. Have you seen Lego Batman? I haven't, man. Like, I've heard of, amazing like, things. I the Lego it. movie was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, mate, yeah. you got to watch it. I, I didn't so know good. if it was going to be that good. Nah, it's good. It's really great. Awesome. But yeah, Stormzy. New album came out. Yeah. What's it called again? It's called Gang Signs and Prayer. There you go. Gang Signs and Prayer. It's all called prayers. Prayers. Multiple prayers. Prayers. His prayers have been answered. They have. I think he's going to do very well. Deal he already devil. is. Well, that kind of leads us on to this episode, doesn't it? We thought we'd Yeah. Uh, normally, we, we wrap up what's been going on in the month. But, to be honest with you, just same, same old bullshit. bullshit. Trump, Brexit, Tories. Corbyn's not very good. Theresa May. I don't want to Ranieri hear Ranieri got sacked. It's all shit. It's all shit. You know. There's no Le Terre Bleu. Le Terre Bleu. <laughs> <laughs> so we've fuck all that. This episode mm. will bring to you some of our favourite bits of UK hip hop. Exactly. We've all been a massive fan of it, haven't huge. we? Huge. And one of us, one of us sitting here, not me. It's me, it's me, guys. It's not you. It's not me. No, it's not me. It's Mr. E. He's Mr. E. How long have you been a rapper for, Mr. E? Eleven years. Bruh. So and yeah, in- and I've done about fuck all, like, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you've had some highlights. You've had some highlights. I've had some highlights. Yeah, yeah. Man. back in the eighties. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Mama said knock you out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I was a lot tonker and a lot blacker. But, like, like, people don't believe it. I had that whole Michael Jackson thing happening. Vitalago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I, I'm really happy like to see the UK scene like this because we had this whole discussion. I think mm. last time when we were talking about would UK hip hop have done better under the name Graham yeah, and, and I massively separate. do believe that Like, and I, it's not the sense of like I think we should have done it and I'm pissed about that but I think it's the sense of as soon as you call something UK hip hop or like like even you know let's say I made a restaurant and it was called UK Chinese food like you have Chinese people going there going this ain't what we know yeah and that was probably down not even down to the MC's fault because we didn't care as long as it was nice bars it was more so how you thought to like to be marketed like so if you wanted to deal or you wanted a thing it was like do this proper formula that other UK MC's are doing but mm. even that like say like people that sway People like Kano, they kind of invented that what um, the label then went to perceive as UK rap. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, what would you say like the difference was between UK hip hop as a thing and grime? Like, and, and what is the the crossover? Because to well, me, like, if you say something like home, uh, not home sweet home, um, oh, uh, made in the manner, made in the manner, yeah, uh, that is to me like a, a cross between UK hip hop and Grime, yeah, that's what I would say. Like, well, I, I think, I think, thing. yeah, I think Grime is kind of the, the way that people talk about Grime now, especially these kids. Like, 
like say Stormzy like I would barely call him Grime like, like and although yeah especially since that album actually well, like, well that's what I mean like because the thing about Grime is they came from a, a a place where it was more drum and bass more garage more Jamaican sound system like so it wasn't about the multi-syllable lyrics like rap evolved in that way in America to be like the better rapper you were the more words you could rhyme in a sentence the more like clever schemes you could use whereas in England it seemed like we went with a sort of Jamaican thing that was with like like Skibbity that we were talking about Heartless Crew So Solid Crew it was all more from people like 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 yourself that are like second generation Jamaican, mm-hmm. so they're jumping into what their dad might have listened to, yeah. what they mm. what they you know like things like that. So I think grime. Basically, if I was to put a grime beat on and spit to grime with hip hop style lyrics, yeah. that's called grime now. Whereas yeah. when it first started, grime had to be more patterny. Like look at D Double E with his flirt a D. Like like man was like the guy from. Um, a police academy doing the fucking special effects and that that was grime it was so we're not being america we don't have to rhyme in our things we can say the same word over and over again at the end of the sentence or yeah. we can like, yeah definitely yeah. like if like, you look at the structure of the songs like it was from that drum and bass era where it was just yeah just, just rapping bars, yeah or let, like uh, who was wiley's crew um when they roll when deep it, yeah let, let's look at roll deep mm-hmm. yeah. half of them were like you say kano style rappers kind yeah. of like obviously listen to a lot of American and the rest of them were kind of garage spitters that were mm. fast ones that were slowing themselves down a bit or yeah so and also like I guess the UK hip hop thing took on the more of a front of like actually structuring a song yeah yeah whereas rhyme is very much of that just, just flow and it's yeah. just like repetitive words and structures and just like you know almost just kind of freestyle-esque mm. whereas whereas the other stuff is more of like a song like you had it with well, you had it chorus, Graham was Graham was shit. for the 14 year old angry youth on his phone walking down the street like looking like he's gonna punch you like, exactly. whereas like the, the the polished ones that then came afterwards were like the, the roll deep at number one with some yeah. catchy yeah, 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 sample yeah. that they Shaking take leg, yeah yeah, yeah do you not like huh? Shake a leg when yeah. he's doing that old granny leg with me. Oh it, yeah, like, yeah, it's very not them. Like and that's yeah, the, yeah, like, it's they like, try to break into. into yeah, we, let's, let's do a bit of reggae yeah. because you know white people don't mind a bit of reggae mm. and like they can accept us better that way and it's, it's all of that sort of. I think I feel like A and R's and labels have kind of fucked the genre until this point. Like yeah. now they've kind of worked out that they need to pick an actually black guy, not a pretty boy who's just mixed race and like, yeah. black enough for the camera. Yeah. And just go, oh, you know go I mean? and work with this song yeah. to sing you a nice hook. Yeah. And then that'll draw in a different and it, crowd like, well. I don't know his background, obviously, but he seems like he rolls with a few actual fogs and a few mm. things like that. Whereas you have people that like end up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, you had, yeah, he's, he's fucking massive, isn't he? Like, yeah. but, um, but before that, the only people labels were signing were like your end dubs, like you know, oh, and, and, and like they all went to. Well, your end dubs, your chips. Where did they all go? Like, like they all, like, they're all like acting school type people, and it, and it's like you can't because like Dappy would have jumped on anything they had given him, whether yeah. it was like yeah. Queensbridge in the nineties or if it was Drake. Now he would just go with whatever image that the girls are going. Yeah, bro, we love you. Oh yeah, go on, Big Brother, get your cock out. That might lengthen your career in a slight bit. You know, you're just desperate, and it's them maneuvers. Uh, like I don't know, you might as well just been a pop star, innit? Like, yeah. You know, 
But it's a good time for you, for like. I'm UK, happy, yeah. Because even the attention it's getting from America. I mean, obviously okay, America's yeah. always like kept its eye on what the UK artists doing in any sort of music form. But to kind of get the accolades of, of the likes of you know Jay Z and Kendrick and Kanye mm. and looking at people like Skepta and and Storms and being like, yeah, like these and Lil Sims, you know, these lot are are doing their thing and like, yeah. It's a, it's a good moment for... But is that not uh, also like them guy and Arca just jump on a tune and steal their fan base as well? Like, maybe. Probably. Like, not probably. in a bad way. No, 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 like, yeah, not in a bad like, I just, not, I wonder with that, I wonder whether it is like genuinely going to happen where we have someone like a Stormzy or a Skepta or even Kano like do a, a complete and utter like um, mash over to, to America. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's never really happened before. I think yeah. the last person who kind of did it for a little bit was dizzy, but I didn't like when he did stand up tall. And I think it was his second album. Yeah, I mean we, yeah, got, we got Slick Rick, but that's that's oh, yeah, that's, but that's, that's artificial. Like, yeah, he's, he's kind he of went American over there as a youth. Like, like, yeah, yeah like, so that's the thing. Like, I, don't, I think it will happen. Do you think? I think so. I, I, think I just I don't think it will happen overnight. And like, inevitably, what happens like because if you look at. Dizzy, like obviously he got in there with Bambi and all of that lot. And, yeah, you know, you've got to find your right links and your right things that are gonna sort of. Yeah, you've got to find your right way. pocket of you know. Yeah. Obviously, because America is divided by state, and to tour America and all of that, you have to take so many months out, mm. which then you'll lose momentum over yeah. here. Mm. All of that shit. But I think it will happen. I mean, I'm not Drake's biggest fan, for example. Yeah. But yeah, but the the sort of link over here with Skepta signing him to his label, I'm right yeah. saying that, and all mm. of that, and I think. I think all of that is just momentum, and I think it, we will get to a point where it just because it is you know not to change subjects into fashion, but if you, if you look at fashion and like mm. what Skepta is doing, and even Stormzy a little bit, all of that is feeding into this UK look. Yeah, and I think it's only gonna get progressively. Yeah, it's gonna strengthen our our stronghold if you like. like yeah, in America. Brands. Yeah. Well, just from being over there back in the day, like they did like our shit like constantly people coming up to me like yo where'd you get them where'd you get how like why are you dressing like that you yeah know? but they like it but they like because it's something that's different and i think it probably comes from that recycling culture like america's mm. done as much as it almost can do with the different cultures within it like you yeah know, sort of so it's like they're looking for the they call them anglophiles like people obsessed with england that you know yeah. just like started around the time the office came out and things okay. like that so you get a lot of people going on netflix watching Watch. just uk shows just you know like but it's, it's cool so like it's that point where there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of like artificial shit and things that get hypened up with with pr and yeah particular artists but i think we're at a point where our our sort of front members of grime and, and uk music are people that have got quite a thuggish attitude and quite a kind of raw yeah. and street kind of vibe and i feel like obviously it might be different because i'm not over there but in america at the moment it's a lot of your kendricks and jay-z's and dre's that are in drakes that have already commercialised and are doing a lot of shit yeah. and it feels like we're on a run where we have a lot of people you know like your roadmen that are just kind of jumping on really one's playlist yeah. and they're doing well and they're keeping with that vibe and that aesthetics and they're not being I've and made, they don't appear I've to be changing, changing by yeah. what a label is saying or a management is saying or a PR is saying they are just they appear to be doing them and that's one thing I quite like with uh, Skepta's performance at the Brit Awards you know mm. man wasn't on there with like loads of hooded guys or dancers or lights or he literally had a lit stage of black and red it was just him in a hoodie rapping mm. on a massive massive stage at the O2 and that was all it was and it was almost like I you know this is just my perception of it but I took that as just 
one guy an MC doing the song at the Brit Awards and then fucking off and not yeah. thinking alright I'm going to get like 100 G's for the show for example yeah. I'm going to spend 50 of that on dances and yeah. lighting and tech just because I'm putting on a commercial performance it's just no this is Skepta probably got the train in like he says on that tune you know and then just performs and then fucks off home yeah. and like I kind of feel like we, there's a lot of rawness with our music in our industry yeah, I that think America is kind of going oh okay like these guys have really like I think, I think that's the thing though there's a bit of a difference with like even you know among the drug dealer culture in England you do get so I remember being a bit younger and you'd get sort of a lot more of my blacker mates would go with the big jewellery or the big fucking thing and it's going to happen because you know you've never had no money but yeah. then you also get the ones that are opening up businesses and mm. like you know what I mean so there's, there's a lot of like things that it ain't so American with the I need to be seen as this I need to be seen as that like I could guarantee if a lot of my sort of dodgy family members got a load of money they'd be doing the same things that they're doing now like yeah. it's, it's yeah. not like you know what I mean I, I don't think I think in America you dream of living like Trump if you're in the hood or something like that I think that's yeah. more of it you know you dream of having the big crib the big swimming pool the, all these girls and stuff and it's like I don't know I, I think what, what I think we're a bit more in touch with our reality yeah. or something I think with the, with the Brits going over to the US I think what will stand the test of time is yeah by all means like jump contracts with, with other rappers and stuff and kind of get tight with their crews and stuff but I think to go matter what Dizzy done as much as I love Bum B and all of that and the UGK lot but he almost became in their pocket and I feel like it was more like they were going look who we've got from the UK yeah whereas I think what I hope Stormzy and, and that lot and future MCs will do is they'll go yeah yeah you know we'll, we'll jump on a track we'll do a track together but it's not like they're becoming a part of their crew it's like they'll do yeah, it they'll yeah. tour and the, they'll, they'll tour the radio person, stations they'll do the shows person. but they're still very much the artists from the UK not mm. just you know look at what happened to Sway like as much as I love Sway but that you know he did tracks with like Lupe and things like that but again it's very much like yeah we've got this guy who's part of our crew and it's like no you should go over there and kill it and be on your own two feet yeah and just and let that do the yeah. talking rather than like oh yeah he's cool because he's with the thing is rock, for, like, for Dizzy as well like oh, like not to be like horrible to Dizzy but like Bun B is a fucking god when it comes to yeah. rapping like you, like I wouldn't do a tune with someone that I know is going to make me look mediocre on like mm. do you know what I mean like it, it's like when people say Jay like why the fuck did you let Eminem do Renegade like it's like he come on there and he raped you on your own album like, <laughs> like and, and that's 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 exactly what happened he might as well have had Nas on the end of the track as well just to finish it like. but like I don't know I think that was more Dizzy was very like how we were talking about Dizzy was very true to grime mm, like Dizzy yeah. was a grime MC Dizzy was the sort of MC that you could be tapping on a table and Dizzy had come out with some bars mm, but yeah. it, it's like he can't match the complex levels of fucking Bumby doing six syllable rhymes I think no one's really from, from the UK gone over there yet and kind of made a big enough statement about who they are I think yes a similar th I think what happens a lot and I think that this did happen I think with like Dizzy and and, um, and I think Kano was over there a little bit yeah, as well yeah I feel like they, they did try point. to go to and I think, I think Kashnikov earlier on in when he was kind of big over here yeah got because um, didn't he win the MTV like uh, BET award Kashnikov I don't, did I don't yeah, know. Yeah, back in the day, it like the best like international. I think it was it was an either an MTV award. It could have been a, a BET. That's or a BET. Like, okay. Um, so they were making waves, but I think it's almost and no sway to a certain extent as well. They they kind of get overawed by 
the American scene. Yeah. So when they get a Chameleon Nair on their track or a Lupe on their track, it's like, oh, wow, I'm with Chameleon and Lupe. But yeah. what they should be doing is like, you know, owning it themselves in terms of That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. don't worry about who's on there. He just yeah. happens to be on there. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because they do it over here. Like, yeah, all right, they're, they're tight with features from Retrofree 2 or mm, Chip yeah. or whoever. But yeah. They still kill it like it's their own track, and yeah. that mentality seems to go out the window when they're in the presence of yeah. what we think are the US. It's how greats. we, how we, yeah. you know, it's this that whole like coming from England being so small time though, isn't it? Like, like for being a smaller country. And well, a smaller as a rapper, like, I, like I went over to New York, and you got people rapping on the street corners. You got people rap like, like rap like even just how I dress compared to like thing like it's it's the same over in America like. Mm. People were like treating hip hop like it's a fucking lifestyle, and like you know, like yeah. there's not that sort of dedication here. Like you, you'll get like, like you say, you'll get your storms, you'll break through, and like you say, it'll go over there. But I think he will smash it in a different sense because although lyrically he's not um, as good as like you know the best Americans or whatever, mm-hmm. he's still got so much sense of himself and so much sort of punk angry fuck you vibe mm. and the deep voice and the and the, the different beat choice that Americans ain't going to be used to I mean I could see him doing amazing with Run The Jewels can you imagine like yeah. still you know oh, that, that, like, that killer, killer Mike's voice and then his voice do you know, do you know oh. what I mean like yeah so like I if think if anyone's listening that knows them not yeah. that needs to happen yeah get them together get them in a room it's sweet babies <laughs> <laughs> make sweet babies <laughs> So like so going back and mm. going back a little bit because obviously we are in a, uh, a kind of a good time for UK hip hop. Like, is there anyone that you used to listen to who didn't make it but you kind of wish had? Like they kind of missed their point, uh, missed their chance. And now when you look at like their old tunes, you're like, fuck, he should have fucking been so fucking good. Yeah. I don't, I don't want my one to be because I was listening the other day. Jest. Jess yeah. for me was, was so good and like so understated and it was raw and the beats were just really simple and his lyrics were complex and he had a really nice vibe and flow about him and what he was saying was really really honest like sitting in his living room doing whatever, doing whatever, doing whatever, 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 whatever. And it was kind of like a more complex Mike Skinner sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really definitely. Um, and I think if he had made it, I think it would just have been really cool. That's, that would be my choice, I think. He put some people on as well. Like, I remember like Michael Parkinson and them lot. Like, um, like, I love Michael Parkinson yeah, when yeah, they first come out. Like, you know, like, that Monopoly tune when they're all, like, mm. all walking around London or whatever. Like, yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jess was sick. He, he done well through the uni scene though. I think I think like just yeah, so of, yeah that's true. He was one of them guys that he got to he got his vibe. He got to tour. He got to have parties. He's probably done all right on the money side. Like if he, if he played it smart. I don't he know he was a, a, a darling of like the backpack rapper. Yeah, thing, do you know what I mean. You're white. You're like you know when you go to a party and it's mainly white people and like there's the black guy that's not really offensively black. Mm. Like it's like that's what whose Jess main crowd was to me because yeah. I didn't really know about Jess until I'd go around someone like that's house and they'd be like, oh, you like rap here, Jess? Like, yeah, 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 very yeah. same with uh, Scroobius Pip. It was always yeah. the middle class people, like white people, that would be like, oh, you've got to hear this rapper. He's called like a Victorian euphemism. <laughs> so yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Miss Havisham's flange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved Jess. Yeah, yeah it was so. sick. Who who else was in like was it Tox? Tox and what was the other one? Uh, Lewis Parker. Yeah, they had beef. Who did they have beef with or whatever? I can't 
can't remember. There was another crew that was... Um, it was a long time ago. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I was. I did follow it all. Like, I mean, I just I love rap, so I kind of tried to listen to everything, even yeah. if, even mm. if I don't necessarily lo- like the person, like Asher Roth, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was terrible. I miss fucking the, the terra firma lot as well. Like, yeah, that's like not around. as further back. Well, as you were talking. No, it's or? it's like that's two thousand six that came out. Two thousand six or five. No, um. When they did the terra firma, um, oh yeah, like that rollable roof room and stuff. Yeah, T-T-F yeah. F to the D E F. They were sick. Yeah, they were sick. Then Clash came back with his third album. I think that was like. I don't even think I heard that. Oh mate, it's not very good. Like, he came out with a couple of tunes with Loki. The second album right, was alright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Like, yeah, Clash is first and second. No, really not Loki. Good. Sorry, Logic. Um, he done they, what he did. He did the do one with Loki as well. He oh, done that he? whole London Town one or something. Yeah, like yeah Thunder yeah. Sounds as I'm under the underground in London Town or something. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a nice. Like the thing is, Loki is just vicious on it again as well. And Clash Nikov was talented, but like it's like members of Wu Tang Clan. Like Clash would be up there with. I don't know somewhere like ghost, ghost face, face for me whereas like Loki came in like method man and just outbarred mm. it rawly like you know yeah, but it's weird great. you get some people that like um, fucking ghost face and RZA I mean not RZA uh, Raekwon yeah like way mm. more than meth whereas yeah, to yeah, me yeah. like meth's like I don't know some people like metaphors more than lyrical ability yeah as well, right? I think and also the thing with meth that I really liked is um just his cool. character and his it's voice. Fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah. I spit bone, kill him softly with his song. He's just like, yeah, mm. you're a don, bro. I know it. Amazing, amazing. Anyone else? Who was it? Who would you say? Who would be yours that you'd wish was like? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a difficult one with Sway, but I still fucking think Sway's like, wicked. Yeah, like Sway's a clever man. Good morning, England. Yeah, he's a clever rapper. Yeah, he is, and I, you know. And we've said before in previous episodes, like his sort of business mentality now, yeah. where he's not so much on the mic and. Oh yeah, he's just trying to make the money off that YouTube guy and stuff. Yeah, the thing but, is, see, I think it's clever, but it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just you know, yeah. But but those like this is my domo, uh, domo. This is my demo. This is my donut. This is my donut. <laughs> Hands off my donut. There's a hole in my donut. <laughs> but you know, all of that, like, they're just really clever. Really clever tracks and like concepts. Um, yeah. 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 Good. Shame. 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 <laughs> he could still make it. Yeah. yeah. You just don't know, do you? He's put some tracks out though, doesn't he? He might be ghostwriting. We don't know. Like, do you know what? I'm sure that happens a lot. Yeah. Oh, sure it does. If I could ghostwrite for a living, I'd much rather than bubble rapping, like, like on a real, like, because. For me, especially, like, like Eminem, like, all right, yeah, your mum abused you, yeah, your wife's a bitch, yeah, your friend got shot because you made a video about him getting shot with beef with Ja Rule. Yeah, we've heard it, bruv. Like, just like, like, <laughs> like, 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 write about a, like, read a book and tell us about the book in rap. Like, yeah. like you're so skilled. Like, yeah. Like, that's more of it with, like, a lot of these artists. It's like, the same with me. I'd, like, there's only so much about my life I can be honest or tell you with. Yeah. Like, it's more fun to write about other things. Like, like, yeah. Like, well, so you've also, you've only got to look at the credits of an album or a song to see, see that there's other all. songwriters involved in the making yeah. of that song. So, you know, all right, sometimes there might not be as much as ghostwriting, but there's 
It's still like not a, little, a rapper on yeah, his own twist, writing. Like, yeah, someone's heard that and gone, wouldn't it be way better if you just did this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Old Deep? Yeah. yeah. They had a couple of tunes I thought no. was all right. You can roll deep, but, but not, not around here. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I was quite, I, I remember our mate Ruben, um, who we need to have on as a guest. So yes. yes. But um, shout outs to Ruben. But I remember him, like, when me and him kind of got into like early production, like making and beat making I remember listening to a lot of like Roll Deep and like thinking it was quite interesting like the, the beats of everyone nah, you're show. right it, it was, was different it was different and they were sampling some sort of interesting yeah, like, yeah. it was an American and I think that was more of it, and it, like, That's it, it like, I can't put my finger on it but it had a UK sound yeah and like yeah it was interesting I think it's like, the, like almost the type of music that your nan or your mum might have listened to so like it would be different to what the American moms or nans would have been yeah. like, do you know what I mean so yeah. it's still something we recognise as our own or whatever yeah they're nice. They did have a nice sound. They never nice. Sound. <laughs> they were nice. They were nice. They were nice lads. They were, oh, they were good, good bunch of lads. They were good eh? fellas. Good fellas. Good fellas then. They were wise guys. Right. They were sharp. They were sharp. Who else? Who else in the long? Skinny man was amazing. Skinny man was good. Like skinny man. Was I was a- less of a fan. Of skinny man. But. I, I can see the appeal. The I thing think is, it- I think it was because he like wholeheartedly did the rap thing. Like, yeah. like for me he was one of the first UK guys apart from like Blade or apart from them guys who. but he was rapping with a London accent obviously he was like slightly Jamaican for a white guy but um, it was it was like Nas for London at the time for me and it helped me get into hip hop yeah like it was just that sort of like I don't know it, was, it felt right he had a, I was just looking he had a tune on that Task Force like mixtape that DJ Louis Slippers 10 pack that's a great it's a great like, mixtape. He had a tune on there, but I can't remember what one it was. But his bars were sick on that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Skinny Man, man he was with a few other good rappers. I swear he'd done it. Was Mudfam Lewis Parker as well? Yeah. Yeah. Witness the Fitness, that was that was the tune oh, of that mixtape. Roots, Roots, yeah. Roots is amazing. And Roots is still, like, his output has been, like, loads. Like, he still is working hard, and he's got his own fan base, and, like, he's doing it like he's yeah. living that life like he always has been but like he's not like he's a, never a huge and like yeah. commercial mm. sort of thing but like it's like that Jess kind of like, yeah that kind of like thing but I think Jess whereas Jess kind of Peter dropped Mark, off he's, he's just continued to to be yeah, that tune with uh, Charlie Tuna yeah that's amazing that's efficiency oh that was great efficiency yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Charlie Tuna mate it's fucking amazing I used to love Jessica and yeah uh, and then another one of my favourites he again petered out and now he's kind of around you see him around doing different bits and pieces but you're still not really sure what he's actually doing if anything is Mike Skinner yeah in the streets like it's putting out bit, classics uh, and have a bit of a dance show <laughs> <laughs> mate I think original pirate material Fucking and a grand don't come for yeah. free are two of my favourite hip hop albums a lot of people hate on a grand don't come for free but I really like it I yeah. love the fact that like it's a story the whole album is a story it goes yeah. from one yeah, bit to good. the end no, I like it Oh, it was really good, I think like, some of it's like too London, like like Leo the Lion and stuff. Like a lot of it feels over, like like EastEnders cast rapping and singing, like yeah. Joy Rose, mate. Yeah. Like, it, like it's it's <laughs> too singing. like it's too yeah. much of a parody of what you know as London. Like, yeah, I know. But, yeah. but I get. I still fucking loved it. At the yeah, time, yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I remember it was soft spot for him. Does he so. work with uh, Mitchell Brothers? He did. Yeah. I used to love Mitchell Brothers. Yeah. That's a Driving great fucking album. That's a big Reebok classic. <laughs> <laughs> I, <actually know. laughs> I 
wish I could dance like Michael Jackson. <laughs> that, that was a weird song. Jackie done with uh, what they done. So that was brilliant. Sick. That was awesome. That yeah. And, and, but, you know, which is Harvey Nicks. Harvey Nicks. This way. The thing yeah. about those two though, like a lot of the time, they weren't the best thing on their tune. Like yeah. Kano was the best thing on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a lot of that. Well, they, sort yeah, of they kind of that. fizzled out quite quick. Didn't they? Very quickly. They did one album. I, I heard rumours that they now hate each other. Oh really? But that was a rumour, so don't take that as gospel. That always happens with Grant and Phil, doesn't it? The <laughs> 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 Kano? It's cracked. Kano was amazing. Kano was another one of them half and half. Kano had his up and then he kind of dipped and oh, he, yeah. he had a I few think songs he had A massive up at the beginning, a very large and long dip. And, <laughs> and then yeah. a, a massive comeback a massive with comeback. Um, uh, Made in the Manor, which I think, as I've said numerous times, was one of, if not my favourite. See, I don't even think I listened to his second album. I think I listened to obviously all his like hood shit. It was okay. Like he had a couple of good because London Town was his second one. Seem to remember. Yeah. And um, he had a couple of good tunes on there. Bust it up with Vibes Cartel. That was a tune. Yeah, Yeah, absolute tune. Boss it up, boss it. The thing is, it might not work here though, like because a lot of people like see us. We're gonna look in that we know who Vibes Cartel is, John. Yeah, but. A lot of UK heads ain't even really know. Do you know what I mean? Like if, you, yeah. if you're going to HMV and you're just a random, you're looking on the back of an album. Who's vibes caught? Yeah, I mean? no, I never even. So, but like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know what happened. Why he had that big dip? I think he was trying to trying to find himself within the industry of music, being on a label. I think that's probably what happened. Well, yeah. I swear, didn't he have an album written, ready to go, and never got released? Yeah, I think. Was that him? Either Leon pulled it or he pulled it. I can't remember. Okay. There was a thing behind it. But I think, like we said earlier sort of in the podcast, like I think he had the pressures of that thing of like having to conform to what a label thought kind of hip hop was or what a rapper should do. Yeah. And as you said, like he had a massive high, and then was probably like, "Oh, I'm signed. Like, is that like all go?" And it was just. I think the UK was just so like engrossed in Britpop that we just didn't know any other fucking type of music existed. And then when this whole UK thing, the whole A&R just didn't know, didn't know what the fuck to do. They, they didn't know what it was. They, they even when, that you, have when you get people with, like listening to hip hop that don't really know hip hop, they can't recognise what's good from bad because yeah, they're, like, they're just listening to the M word or they're listening to the image or what they think an image should be yeah. because they're or like a story yeah oh rapper. yeah yeah he came from the streets he stole a piece of bread off his own mother like, well, I mean, that's like, 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 and that's that is one reason why the UK likes of Stormzy and, and Skepta are doing a lot yeah. more now because it, you do have that, that kind of like section of society yeah. like the guy like Guardian running like massive specials yeah, with Brian. Yeah. Ten years ago, that would never have happened. happened yeah. But now people are going, oh my god, it's it's bloody amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think I've said this before. Prince Harry's listening to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when when gigs got signed, I remember speaking to a, an A and R guy that had signed him, and all all of this stuff. I mean, I don't really wait gigs anyway but I don't mind him now yeah, I used bad. to really hate him but uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not fully on board. His bars on free free was up were really good. Yeah. Oh, not children. I just I, d- I don't like his presence on the track. Okay, I think it's lazy and it's offbeat. 
Yeah, I just, I just think, just have <laughs> yeah. a bit of oomph. No, that's kind of what I get from, because like, like, he's a drummer, he's going to be bored as shit by how he spits. Like, yeah. respect, I think, but that match, with, if I'm not excited by what you're saying, with a with what I think is a bit of a lazy performance, yeah. of course I'm not going to get yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. But what was, just going back to what you were saying, like, and again, I think I've said this before, but the A&R, out of all the things he had to say to him was, oh yeah, and this guy, like, you know, he, he got charged for having guns on him. And that was all he had to sort of say. Like, he was proud of that fact that he'd signed yeah, a real yeah, thug. And yeah. he was like, Fuck Well, yeah, off, he man. fits. He's, like, got the, he's got the credentials of a rapper. And it's like, yeah. what, what does that really mean? mean? It's like, yeah. It doesn't like, mean anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, he must be a sick rapper if he's got Well, I think that's charges. the thing. Because like, of the fact that rap is poetry, yeah, like, and poetry is deemed as very gay. It, it's very hard to like you have like <laughs> yeah, like you ha- you have to you have to be like like oh yeah I'm this brer who rolls around with samurai swords and I slice people's heads off and I might spit a haiku at the end don't I? <laughs> 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 but it's like that's what rap is like it's this over because most of it is you get into it like punk music let's face it I know you guys liked it but it's yeah. fucking fizzled out like anger wise like. Oh yeah, like, well, certain elements. Well, I mean, well the, come on, like we because we used to listen to pop, uh, pop punk, which definitely has fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. fizzled out. But like punk, punk is it? Yeah, but who's like, who? Uh, is there a big punk, punk band I should know about? No. Well, Rancid is still making. They yeah. are, but but would that would I have ever heard them even on XFM? Maybe, maybe. but that's the thing. Yeah. But, but, but real punk wouldn't make it to radios and shit like that. But I think That's what true. what I'm saying is like the spirit of punk went from that to hip hop. Like like Eminem, I know what you mean. Eminem, I know what you mean. Eminem was just as punk as fucking um, Johnny Rotten. Like, like re- yeah, yeah. hip hop replaced like punk as the as the voice of the angry working classes or, yeah. or whatever else. And I think the, it's kind of sad because when hip hop started, like we're talking, you know, back in New York, whatever, it was all like hip hop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like a it wasn't like a dark thing. Like it was um No, yeah, and it shouldn't it shouldn't be. But that's yeah. because the I mean look the, at World Class Wrecking Crew. Have you I mean have you seen yeah. the costumes? Dre looks yeah. like Dre looks it's, gay it's as hell. Crazy. He had like a purple suede kind of thing going on. Jerry it's like Jerry Cow dripping. Right. Like. Well, it's you know, cool. like Dave I Chappelle. Take a lot of cocaine you know Dave Chappelle um, yeah. as Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Dre, Dre used to like, dress like just before NWA. Like. Right. Yeah, and he went to uni. Went, yeah, like, yeah. Let's and not. he was doing like sort of like this <laughs> was like. Dancing like and, and it probably should have been like so negroes funny. with educations instead mm. of like what it was but it's like it like that's the biggest thing about american hip-hop like it is a massive live generally most of it like whereas like i mean uk is pretty similar i know a lot of like I've, i mean i've heard a lot of rappers that you know they ain't done anything even jay-z i don't believe he sold nowhere near as much crack as he's talking about yeah, like, I, think that's I reckon i think the most rappers are like myself they're observers they're like people who have lived around a lot of this stuff and they've they've grown up with it and it's but they're so not necessarily the perpetrators the themselves like yeah, yeah exactly it, it's easier to be a storyteller like it's like if i told all the things that my uncle did in my raps you'd think i was fucking like some like gangster, ter- gangster yeah, rapper yeah, like yeah. Do you know what i mean but it's it's like you know i've done a few bad things in my life but nothing that's you know gonna go fucking no <laughs> yeah yeah Who else rap-wise though, UK, can anyone think of anything? I was really into. Obviously, what about like, Black Twang or people like that? Were they, was, I, he, was he rapping American when he first came out? I can't really remember. I remember. Was I know he done a Jamaican of kind of like vibe as well. Like. I'm talking to people that sound American. What about the SAS boys? 
Yeah, that oh, was my. weird. Can we talk weird. about this, please? Because like, I just Mr. Enigma always liked them. <laughs> no, you did. Like, and I, I get it. But like, I like their lyrical ability, bro, and the fact that they were from the ends. That was more of it. It was just I like they had some cool beats as well. Yeah, yeah. but it was very American production and very American. Well, they were suiting America to that. And the thing is, you know, I, 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 I get it. But what you can't, what you can't disagree with, they grew up over there. They went there True. when they was fourteen and twelve. That's yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. those are quite important years of your life as as learning to become a man. Yeah, like of how you project yourself and what you think of and what you. So that whole American. <laughs> bullshit clogged them up so much that but obviously you know it gave them lyrics as they, well like, I think some tunes were, were, were good and like you kind of forget that they did that whole dipset thing and actually did quite well over there yeah. and then what happened are they still making stuff now like what happened I think they're making them too not obviously Eurogang no, no, no. but I think SAS the two brothers yeah <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing about it is he always reminds <laughs> You hated Lloyd Banks as well, didn't you? Was anyone oh, with that no, deep voice? Sorry, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Banks. No, he wasn't that bad. He was cool. He was alright. Oh, you liked him now? He was alright. Oh. We will die one day, Obi Trice, Eminem that and him. Was that was yeah, sick. Yeah. And his bars and they were fucking. That's awesome. what I liked about it. And like basically all of 50 Cent's good bars back in the day, Lloyd Banks wrote. Like, yeah, Lloyd Banks probably could deliver him because he talks like. I just think he's a bit of a boring like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As a solo artist, I was like, I'm not interested. Whereas yeah, at least yeah. like Fifty has got like a bit more charisma about him. Yeah, yeah he's just a cocky fuck. Yeah, like, you know, he's, he's ridiculously like, cocky. Fuck, like. um, with UK rap, what do you think of? Has anyone heard that Sainsbury's advert? Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? That's my Stiggy Maestro. Oh, yeah. Maestro's sick. You know yeah. who's working with Maestro? Or okay. has done, um, D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been doing stuff with him for a while. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's a wicked rapper, man. Yeah, yeah I'd like to work with him, man. He's fucking. He's the one who used to do the um, like wrap up of the year, like oh, okay. on New Year's. Remember? He does MMA and stuff now, doesn't he? Like, yeah. he, like he loves off his like, MMA. So I think him as well. Um, him and Scoopless Pip. He's on Fubar Radio, isn't it? Like that's why I was trying to get yeah. him to hook me up, like with whoever you knew. You knew some little girl over there, you know that blonde girl. Yeah, yeah. Little girl, <laughs> you fucking pedo. No, <laughs> 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 um, wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. I meant well, it wasn't bad at all. It was yeah. like it was semi bad. Allegedly. <laughs> semi. <laughs> oh. oh, God. This oh, is weird. Yeah. This is weird. Um, no, apparently, um, Maestro is a really nice dude. Well, so, yeah. You know, like, really, he seems like, fucking safe. Like, he done a track with Hilltop Hoods, even. Yeah, as well. like, so he's, he's obviously yeah. doing like good around the world and he's constantly. There's a good group. Hilltop yeah, Hilltop Hoods are yeah. amazing. Really good. Yeah. I think you you got me into there, Mash. Yeah, man, they're sick. What do we say with Chip? Can't stand him. I hate the little. Can't fan stand him. Good. Who's the guy that he has beef with? Like um, another recently. one of his crew, yeah. isn't it, or something? Something like the younger guy. Um, his younger guy. Uh, let, let me check. I'm gonna carry on. I'm gonna have a little. I just bit. yeah. Yeah, he's all right. He done a tune with Stormzy, and Stormzy yeah. might someone's own tunes on it again. It's just because it's all that. I don't like his like. Like the thing is, it was all right when the guy probably was fifteen, but like the guy's got to be twenty three or something now, and mm. he's still going, "Yeah, I'm Chip. Yeah, blood, I'm little Chip." And you're just like, "No, bro, I don't care about you playing this little schoolboy role." Like, you know, it's it's the same with Dappy. The, the thing that I hate with him as well is, and I know this just kind of comes with any sort of artist, whether you're hip hop or not. 
but there's a sense of arrogance about him oh, he's that I would love to backhand yeah, out of yeah. him. Like, and I, you know, it, particularly like hip hop, I know, and rapper like that, that comes with it. But Youngin, Youngin, oh really? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sorry, that's all right. Um, but yeah, I just think, oh, you're so blind. He's got beef with um, Shotty Horror as well, and Bugsy. Shotty murked him yeah, on that Bugsy. tune. Yeah. Right? How, what are you talking about, Bugsy? Man. Uh, Bugsy. Bugsy. Oh, oh, he's good. Yeah, I, rate him. I like him. Where is he from? Manchester, isn't I think he? So, yeah. Yeah, I like his accent. I like his. Usually, right. usually do it in well. <laughs> you hate that bit. Explain what that is, because it is very funny. So there's a tune. I've forgotten what it's called. Um, is it going clear? No, that's a film. Um, <laughs> no, there is a. There's a. Is what is that? I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's. What is it? It's. I've got to have a look. I can't even remember. But basically, he sings a hook, and it's like. The hook just doesn't quite fit the end, so it sounds like he sped up the last word to crowd It's like, who did it want? Who did it want beef? <laughs> usually, usually don't end well. <laughs> and it really, and I'm not even hating because I do rate you like. Him, yeah. I just you love that bit. It, it just really, it really sounds like he's crowded it in. <laughs> usually, usually don't end well. <laughs> I like him. But yeah, him and, him and Shotty Horror, I really rate. Shotty, yeah, yeah, I've liked Shotty for a long time. Right? Even yeah. when he was up bad in like. Tony D and the likes of uh, what were they called? D- don't flop. Yeah. yeah. Don't flop, yeah. Erg. I hate Erg. He's a mug. <laughs> yeah. That's an Erg. Oh, I thought you just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how much effort you put into his name. Yeah. He's so annoying. And then he tried to rap as well. Didn't he? Well, he did. He did originally back on the old like what was the old thing that Theosaurus and um. Oh, and it was like world. It wasn't world star, but it was like world champion hip hop, and it was two on twos, and that's how battle scene kind of when YouTube yeah. first started. Then Erg was like, you know, my career is pretty shit. Man might <laughs> just get my dad to buy me a little uh, camera, a little camera, <laughs> and a little um, pub basement somewhere, and then I can start my own one and just milk <laughs> bear other rappers, and that. Like, and that's what happened. And did, then he did they her. like ever make any? Money from that, the rappers who won. No, no, no. It's very much like UFC, like Dana White or whoever so the fuck he is is getting yeah. all this dough, and then you're getting like a tenner just of fight. Go on, on your bike with your tenner, like, yeah. you know, feel good about that. Put by your bike. I was watching something. Do you remember there was that R and B band called New Edition? No. Back in day. It was back in the day, you know, okay, like, yeah, like yeah. black before they went back to white groups doing right, boy okay. bands, like sort of thing. You know how that happens? It's like blacks. Then it's like okay, white people can be in boy bands again, yeah. like how it happened here with J L S and then all the other gay all things on, yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles and fuck you, like. <laughs> Harry Styles and fuck you. Like, who, like oh, he's, he smokes weed. He's such a bad boy. Like, it's just like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was lame weed. Like, you know, that was oh dirt God. weed. <laughs> <laughs> you and your lame weed. That was just, that was dirt weed. Yeah, no, I thought it was like Reggie Bush weed. Like, come on, look. we sell that to you and laugh at you. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, yeah, it's a new edition, but like basically they were a reasonably big boy band back in the day, and this whole show is about how they made it and how they think. But they were getting checks for like thirteen pound an album, like like oh, like, wow. like, like in, the, in the corporate side, they've got them touring, and they're like, you know, as a, as a fifteen year old black man from the hood, I thought getting twenty dollars a week was pretty good. 
Mm. Like, you know, and it's obviously like they're like at number one oh with their singles God. and shit like this. So you're just like these fucking white, like, uh, um, owners of these labels are just killing I'm sure that dogs. still happens now oh that, that's yeah. The, yeah like the majority of even rappers that are hungry to get signed sign these 360 deals and they're just like even if you get some next work for yourself like I wrote a book on the side they're like yo the label, yeah, label, label needs some of that money yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's just like nah bruv like that ain't nothing to do with music deal, man. set your own label up and do it fuck 360 isn't it because what Stormzy's got a distribution deal but he hasn't got a, he's not actually yeah, so he? I was looking up online so according to like Wikipedia and stuff he, he he's, done, he's done an independent label Murky yeah. or is it hashtag Murky hashtag Murky but it's a it's a it's distributed by Warner. Right, okay. So Warner will take some sort oh, of Oh, yeah, but cut, it's, not over, it's not but total. He's not, like, yeah. he's not being like... And but it just shows out. that no one is actually ever independent. Oh, no, you need a market like that to sell your shit, though, isn't it? It's, it's a bit <laughs> like... How else are you going to do it, I guess? They've got Monopoly over It's a bit like, say, doing tour gigs now, yeah? Imagine trying to get your gigs sold without all their vendors. Like, yeah. all these operators have got all their vendors listed, you know what I mean? They just sell them and they're moving them in unis, they're moving them in all these places. Mm. If you ain't got that distribution network set up, you're fucked, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean... And that's why being yeah, hood, like, Stormzy does work out a bit better. Yeah. You're right, because right, mm. you've got this kind of kids from a state are just repping you like you know like, yeah, the only way to like solely do it independently is if you've got bags of money yeah and then you just you just pay for PR and you I think Dizzy was always quite clever with that though I think Dizzy must really be loaded clever, you know because like, he had his own it was his own label off yeah. his own bag and he did I know he signed with XL I think for the first yeah, XL right. recordings because um, they had Adele as well yeah. back in the day yeah I forgot yeah, about really that I remember well, that it's universal now isn't it um, I don't know now but I know he wasn't on XL for that long and then I'm pretty sure he just did it on himself like mm. but like he doesn't need any more money man. well he's yeah but now he'll, yeah, he'll be a subsidiary of someone as well yeah like because then often bigger labels will want to buy out your subsidiary label oh really because then you can start signing people to it because soon Stormzy will sign other people to hashtag Murky Records. Yeah. It's not just going to be and him. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? Because then he can. Just, then, and then, you, then he'll get fifty percent of exactly. what they sold. That's what Dre did with Eminem, and like, you know, mm. it's, it's, a, it's a clever move. And it's like the whole skeptic. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of that, but the whole skeptic and Drake thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Drake's always using it as a massive UK look at me because everyone's looking. Well, at no, Skepta. Drake's done it clever because basically what he knows is yeah, Skepta will give him a massively lower percentage than any other label because Skepta will have that money still. Do you know what I'm saying? Like for instance. I would give Drake, yeah, 90% deal, yeah, and still take 10%, because on Skepta's thing, 10% of two, three million albums sold is still fucking 200, 300 grand, isn't it? Mm. Whereas if he did it to a major label, they're still one and a half, or they're still one and a thing. Like, like mm. Drake, Drake's done it very cleverly, and it's also, uh, it's been a thing for UK rappers, it's made us look better, like he's interested in us, or he's, he's repping us, or he's backing us, but it's, it's strictly a financial deal, bruv. Like, mm. like, if, if you could sign to someone that you could still move your album just as much but they were only offering 10% like when you go with them yourself like, yeah, yeah. like or like say it's Warner Brother or Lil Wayne probably who had his last deal Lil Wayne's probably had a 50-50 deal with him do you know what I mean mm. I, I know yeah, I would have yeah. done like, now that's probably going down to 20 2080 with Skepta like you know something like that and it's, it, like, it's, it's it works both like Drake's never going to lose his following people are still going to go out and buy Drake and 
the distribution thing, you don't need it probably as much as you did when things were still physical copies. Mm. Like now, as long as you can get yourself on your iTunes or yeah. like, and let people know your album's out on your Twitters and your Facebooks and whatnot. Because like, like labels take a lot more money now than I think they did back in the day. Or well, like, it's, it, 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 well, it yeah, but they, they accumulated from from the three hundred and sixty deals, but so like, from uh, merch and live and. So if you want to kind of make it big, using quotation marks. How would be, what would be the best way of you like even trying to do that? Like, is there a way you can do it without having to have a deal where you're, you know, getting fucked for a lot of your money? Or well, is, is there a way of doing it completely on your own? I don't think there's a way. I don't think there's a right or wrong well, way. Well, it depends on how popular you are, obviously. Because say someone like Stormzy, uh, he was able to set up his own label and yeah. able to go like a distribution deal instead of going I need Warner Brothers to do everything for me because yeah. as soon as you're in that position they know they got you innit like do, do you know what I mean like, yeah I feel well, like and also because I mean you, well, you need to be good which sounds obvious but like Stormzy obviously came up with that shut up tune yeah that obviously went viral went massive yeah. so he built up momentum virally and managed to have a following from that so then people were obviously like on to like the next thing he did so there's not a right or wrong way to do it like you either it's easier if you get lucky with some sort of viral yeah get, it doesn't have to be a viral video but it just means something that's going to set yeah. you up with momentum mm. if you think about it just for the closest comparison look at Midnight Beast like mm. we just did our thing it kind of went viral we had momentum we then did you know shows and did tours and stuff we set up our own label mm. but did it completely independently and just yeah. just did a distribution thing but that wasn't through any major label. Our downfall was that we didn't have the funding to then keep paying for PR to keep that momentum yeah. going. Yeah. The difference with someone like Stormzy is he's made money. He's been able to then link up keep with, that going, keep yeah. that going, keep momentum going, keep the PR coming in and all of that. So people still know his name. Midnight Beast thing, if, to, just to say it bluntly, was we sort of fell off people's radar because as kids got older, from we had a very young fan yeah, base, not repping repping it, they weren't repping it as much and we weren't in people's faces enough. Mm. someone like Stormzy you know like you said earlier you've got people from The Guardian and posh white people that are like oh yeah no Stormzy yeah he's yeah, great yeah, yeah. and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you've still got hooded people and there's nothing are, wrong with that no of course not of course but, like, not. It's but just he's surprising he's putting himself where he's everywhere mm. so I don't think there's a right or, wrong, right or wrong way to do it I think you've just got to find your avenues you've got to work really hard and you know yeah mm. and that's why you know it's such a horrible game again we've spoken about this before it's but hard with social media and all, it's how you set yourself up with it and whether you want to play that sort of game or whether you're in a position where your music or whatever type of work you're doing is kind that's, of I think that's the thing is it's not even just about making just making music anymore you have to have the whole package it's, it's, the, it's almost your own business mentality yeah because you used to go to a label to have that mm. now you, you can do it yourself you just need a little bit of a creative spark to think okay well what am I going to do that's going to stand out mm. if you think about it Stormzy didn't really do anything apart from just so shut up and it had everyone laughing and kind of caught their attention because mm. it was an interesting like it was it was, it was a funny grind tune yeah. but it was also a good grind tune yeah, yeah it was a sick tune because, right? because there was all these memes that came out of him laughing you know when he, he does that talking intro doesn't yeah, he yeah. there's all these memes yeah. that's free publicity for yeah, him of course, every time saw this guy and it's like oh yeah that's Stormzy more and more people are then going to want to know what the song is I love a good meme they're great I used to hate them when they first came out I love them no, I think now they're so, great it's brilliant like we were talking yesterday about um, the little fat kid who does that bottle flip and then does and a dance and slides. It's just the most joyful thing in the world. So good. 
<laughs> cool, man. What are we up to? We're coming up to the hour mark. Cool. Well, Just under. But I feel like we've covered a good base of what of of what hip hop is. Hippity hoppity, in the UK. Does anyone we've missed? I don't know. Meh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, four hours. Yeah, they were good. They're good. Who? The four hours. They wear them owl masks. Think you think twice. Heard that song. Did I shoot with DJ Premier it, or something? DJ Premier. Oh, okay. Um, check it out. It's good. It's good. Nice. Pop it on here now. You can hear it now. Oh, I had to go on that virtual reality, didn't I? Editing. Did you? Yeah, it's Is fucking, it good? fucking sick. What? Yeah, Bob, Bob's got like the, the PlayStation virtual reality thing. Has it? Like, yeah, it's fucking oh, let me go mental. around. He's got this one with like, you're on a ghost train, you've got two guns, and literally you see your arms, and you just think like, they, they're in the game with the guns, isn't it? and you're just like, you turn them slightly, it just looks like your hands, you're just <gasps> like, what the fuck? Literally, you're going through this track, there's all these fucking clowns with axes and shit like that running at you, I'm just shooting them in the face, ah, bah, 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 wherever you turn. And then th- there was some next game that we, um, there was one, it was really corny, but it was quite fun to play, yeah. You're like a London gangster playing through a Guy Ritchie type of bullshit. And it's like... That um, sounds fun. It's, or are you slag? So, uh, <laughs> don't move over here. It's like... And they've got the whole... Like, the whole cast has been voiced by one English guy. You can tell. I love games Doing like slightly that. different, different accents. Like, it's like, yeah, Mickey, we should do him, we should. <laughs> we should like, well, what you want, though, son? You want to pick out that gun over there and you want to put a magazine in it. Like, it's just like... <laughs> so, all these same accents that are basically... Yeah, fucking amazing, though. Like, even you pick up the cigar off the table... As you breathed in, it's got a microphone, I'm guessing, so the cigar's like smoking, and as you breathe out, it blows smoke out, and you're just uh, like, it was surreal because I'm like, this is basically like smoking a blunt, like I'm just like virtual reality. But, and then, then that, the guy was talking too long, so I dashed the blunt at him. And it, 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 there's a lot of fun elements to, to it. And so, so, what do you have to control um, this in either hand? You don't have to. Some games can rely on just filming you, I'm guessing, like a mo- like motion, crazy. but these ones they had. You know those ones with the bubbles on, like yeah, light yeah. Up bubbles. PlayStation like, yeah, things. they look like vibrators or something. But um, they light up, and ba- basically, where obviously you can't see them, it's just for camera action. But when when you're in the game, they look like whatever it's meant to be representing. So hands, guns, like steering wheel, or whatever. But it's just surreal because them like a lot of them are horror games. So you're like mm. you're everything's cool, everything's cool. You look slightly to the left, and. <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah and it's 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 like really worrying like but um it's surprisingly accurate and all i can say is remember how crap duck hunt was when we were kids oh, yeah well, exactly remember how, like how like this is the modern version of that yeah. and like for simulations like you say doing a formula one driving game it'd be the ultimate computer game but it's yeah. not going to change games that we already kind of play yeah. like it'll make it'll make simulation like, I could I could imagine playing golf fucking amazing on it because yeah, yeah. you're seeing your hands you're seeing your like but trying to play like Mario Kart or uh, like some some type of games just probably wouldn't work you know or like Call of Duty I don't understand how you'd be able to control your legs unless it was right. literally you was on like a running machine or something yeah, like that yeah. and doing it like that because have that you've got you've got so much to control that it would be hard to think about whacking another stick down there or you know you'd just be like oh yeah. trying to move your legs around has anyone read uh, Ready Player One? 
really good kind of Charlie Brooker yeah, I'd say that. read it before because Steven Spielberg's just got the rights to it and they're filming the film of it read it before the film comes out Ooh, it's kind of uh, always do with that basically and like it's clever yeah yeah there was some philosopher that was saying that if um, like a simulation as in the matrix is possible we're all actually living in it and then if one simulation is possible, like whose simulation are we actually living in? Wow. Like it, there, there is some sort of it's a big philosophy like free question. I was sort of reading into it, but it seems really interesting. Like, and they were saying if the possibility of it actually existing, it raises it up to like sixty percent. So we are more than likely all living in someone's simulation. <laughs> Yeah. So like it's like statistically like they worked it out like I, I can't I can't quite remember how it works like, so don't take me as a gospel but like yeah it was quite worrying like I was sat there smoking a zoot just going yeah we're all fucked like <laughs> we're wow. in Trump simulation aren't we? <laughs> well what's everyone up to in the near future what's the news what have been up to in your working lives just writing, just doing a lot of writing at yeah. the moment. Cool. For me. Cool. What about you lot? I'm still on stage. Nice. Doing Macbeth and Romeo and Juliet for the National. Just finished the National. Whereabouts are you touring? All around London. Uh, mainly doing like schools and stuff. That's good though. But the thing is, because really like Shakespeare's fun. like quite boring when you're there. Like do like, <laughs> No, 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 no. no. You mean, like, you mean. I mean, reading it. Yeah. Because, like, like, as like, I mean, I can't. And that's why we're doing I, it. Too, yeah. Kind of. So it's like, it brings a life. And, like, not even that, but the fact that most of you are black, like, would give it, like, I would have given it a chance. Yeah. yeah like, because it's, it's like, oh, that's something different. Like, it's nice you know, it's not just what you expect. See the reaction of, of them being turned around. And actually, like, they enjoy the story. Which yeah. Because I remember learning Shakespeare at GCSC and it was. Yeah, we done a fellow and literally my, I mean, my teacher loved me because I was always good with metaphors and she would just be, Kieran, what does that mean? Kieran, what, like, because the rest of the class were all just, like, looking around, retarded, like, but, um, like, it was still fucking, bo- like, you know, like, yeah. it, it's hard to relate to something that old, like, without, like, yeah. seeing more obvious connections, like. I've seen a modern version. Yeah, exactly. That, that makes it's more like sense. Mundo. So I'm doing that for the next six weeks and then back to sweet, sweet, Unemployment, my friend. <laughs> Welcome sweet. home, my friend. <laughs> Welcome home, buttocks. Please sit on the couch. <laughs> Jeremy Kyle's been waiting for you. <laughs> oh, and Judge Rinder. Oh, right. God, he's, he's Ju- Judge Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, what have I had from... What about you? What you um, this, this producer called Centipede from Adelaide, I think, or Melbourne. I think it was Adelaide in Australia sent me some really dope beats and he wants me to spit on them. So like, nice. I've been writing to them. Like, Amazing. Uh, yeah, he's a really cool guy, and um, I, like what he's sent me like now is pretty nice. So what's the that. what's the kind of beast I was saying? Like, well, I actually, like funnily enough, I even said to him, I was like, listen, bruv, like, um, send me a few grime esque beats because of the fact that if you rap these days and just put it to a grime beat, people think it's grime anyway. Like, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm gonna do a bit of that, but. Um, he's got a few like that are very sample based hip hop kind of old school sort of 90s as cool. well so that's more what got my interest at first and then yeah. he kind of sent me this folder on email just with him Sick. but yeah he, he seems like a really nice lad um, 
and if we do work well together it'd be a good idea for to go on holiday or something you know like yeah, not, not like just that but it's like right. yeah just go and work with him for a bit or something see what yeah, happens man. you know like, yeah. with hilltop hoods yeah well, they're, oh, well they. they're massively like you know I'd, I would say they're on par nearly with Eminem and I would say their story has constantly changed through album to album yeah. which has constantly kept me interested like so they're great yeah good lads they're great well I think we've naturally come to a finish have we indeed well keep yourselves safe be fun be warm and be good <laughs> more than anything else be a lost one be a lost one in the lost one's world good and talk don't forget to hit the subscribe button don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please click on the banner at the bottom of the page Carmel Carl? 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 <laughs> cool. Safe. See you later. Peace out. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.